Hi, this is Leanne Walters, and I'm your host for Design Ease, the podcast about designing a life that you want to live. Hello, welcome back to the Design Ease podcast. I am your host, Leanne Walters. And I am so excited to be with you today. Oh my God, do I have exciting news. Pantone color of the year has been announced. Drum roll, please. The Pantone color of the year is peach fuzz. Okay. Everybody take a breather on the peach fuzz. Let's have a conversation. There are so many emotions about peach. We don't need to hate it. We can also like love it. Maybe small doses. Please don't paint your whole bedroom peach. Maybe I've done it. It's just a no. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, Peach Fuzz. I actually really like it. I really like it. And I think it's going to be a really great pop of color against all of the more neutral colors that we use, like our forest greens and our teals. Those to me are neutral colors. Um, I actually like have peach all over my office. I quite like it. But in small doses, again, it's like a binder pillow accent on a picture. I honestly, okay. When I was a little girl, I had a peach bedroom. It was like a white bedroom where they took a can of white paint and they literally like dripped some peach coloring into the white. So it was not that peach. And it was, it was kind of offensive because it wasn't a real color. Peach fuzz is a real color. I also accidentally painted a rec room peach once and uh, repainted it when I realized it was peach. I don't think it's a great backdrop to work with other colors. Um, it's just, it's a little bit warm. Um, but it really, really pairs nicely against its cooler cousins like olive green or salamander green or like a deep tealy. I'm going to name all of these colors in the Benjamin Moore color and Benjamin Moore likes to name things like Newburgh green when they're actually teal and blue, not green, but Benjamin Moore, I love you. So I would like to tell you about Pantone's Instagram account when I went to it to talk about the color of the year, because I was actually intrigued by um, the picture that they put out of the puffy, fluffy clouds of peach, like literally like pillows upon pillows. Anyways, I went to their website and they literally put one color out a year. So they have an Instagram picture per year. I thought it was an intriguing um, model for Instagram. Like once a year, everybody gets really excited. I'm talking, it has like a million likes. Like people that I follow have, you know, you can tell like common likes have also liked this. So I went to see what else that they put out. You know, maybe I thought they had a rendering of different things that the ways that they'd use the color of the year. Nope, just last year's color of the year. I, I could handle that Instagram account. Get ready all year long prep it out be like this is I think this is the color I really like Pantone's business model 
Like the more I think about it, the more I really feel like I need to build something like that. I haven't been on Instagram since Thanksgiving. So if you're following me there, it's a really great place to like DM me because I do go on it. It entertains me quite a bit, but creating on Instagram, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, I don't know what's the word, a struggle, a grind. Sometimes I want to do it. Other times, no interest. It's just such an interesting time of year for homes and lives. You know, Christmas is that time of year where you like build up kind of communally with everybody. We all have these events and, um, you know, our focus really shifts to what's going on. Maybe we are on trips. I have a friend who's traveling right now. I'm so excited for her. Um, it's a great time of year to be shopping. There are all of these new products being brought out because everybody's out. So even if you're shopping for your friends, you might find stuff for yourself. So we're all very distracted in December and it feels like an interesting time to talk about design because who's designing their house right now? Like, I mean, obviously all of my clients are because we're building projects and we're working towards something that has, you know, a a longer date out from now. But I mean, the majority of the people that I talk to aren't building brand new houses. We're running to the grocery store and trying to live our day-to-day lives along with this like whole added new focus that we're all building up towards, you know, at the end of the month. And um, I think it's more about holding it together this time of the year than it is trying to build something new. I mean, the idea of redecorating any part of my home at this moment in my life would just be silly. We were like wrapping things up. You know, we have a few projects where we re tiled the basement. I mean, by tiled, I mean, interlocking gym tiles, but still really nice to put those down so that you don't have concrete in the basement. So, um, I don't know. I was just thinking when I was a little kid, I had this sign that hung on every house that we lived in. It's like the only consistent thing I can think about all of our houses. And it said a home has to be clean enough to be healthy and dirty enough to be happy. And I always kind of liked that house because, or that house, that sign. Well, one, because it traveled between houses. And I think that's kind of a nice thing. If you're moving for your kids to have something that like is kind of like a tethering point that makes it feel like home. Um, but for me, that was also a symbol of like, we didn't have to be perfect, even though like, I actually think that wasn't the real message going on in my house. Maybe that was like my grain of hope, (laughs) like really underlaying underneath it all. We didn't have to be perfect. But then I was thinking as a mom, like now in hindsight, who is it that draws that line? Like when I was a kid, my mom wasn't around a lot. So I did most of the stuff at home. So I guess I was the one who drew the line. And then I was being like judged whether or not I was like meeting that line. You know, is it clean enough or is it like just like just a little bit beyond control? Like who decides? Who course corrects? Well, it it kind of always comes down to. frog in my throat. It always comes down to me. 
I assume it always comes down to the mom. Like somehow there was a steering wheel. You remember like on ships, the big like thing? And it always seemed like the captain had like the easiest job. As he just stands there. It doesn't really seem like that much work, right? But like the captain on the boat is like, he's looking 3,000 miles ahead. And he's like making teeny tiny adjustments that nobody can see. I once, uh, we had a houseboat when I was in my 20s and the captain of the ship, we weren't driving it that way. We were like trying to dodge things like a car. I mean, it really didn't go well. We did not get very much of our damage deposit back. But like, that's what we're doing in our houses, right? So I don't know, I guess it's just a realization that we're all like constantly standing at this helm. And we have so many things that we're like, trying to course correct. And I was just thinking like, what was missing from our viewpoint? You know, like maybe the conversation is more important than the reflection on what it's, what it says. Like maybe it's not about the person standing back and judging if our house is clean enough. Maybe it's like what our health in our family is saying about our house Like, what if we could just change our intentions? And then that might change the actions and then the way that we feel about it. Like, instead of, like, cleaning up because we want our houses to look good, we, like, want our houses to feel healthy. And there isn't that line that we're constantly having to stand at the helm and course correct Like when you come home and you're like, oh my God, if somebody saw this and then you clean it up because you're judging yourself. I mean, just in a matter of fact, like, I mean, my office is chaos right now. I have so many things that I'm carrying and trying to do and holding. And the healthy thing for me to do right now, not the like cleaner, better option. The healthy thing for me to do right now would be to take a minute gather my thoughts, figure out what I'm going to prioritize and actually work on that. I mean, that would be the healthiest option. And maybe we can just start working on that in our houses so we can like focus on the intentions of what we're doing as opposed to like the rules or the feeling of like, why we're always doing something is like to be seeing if we can like get away with it or like how far we can push it before we can like not do it. It's like more, more just the thought that like maybe saying no to something is the healthier option. Maybe taking the time to organize your house and bring everybody back together and like talk about what things that we want to do over the holidays and, and what our intentions are going into the new year. Maybe that's more important than making it to every single dinner in the perfect outfit, which I love to look at online. Oh my God, the Christmas outfits, the Christmas dresses online that I could buy for the known parties that I'm going to. I literally have said yes to no Christmas parties where I need to go and buy a fancy dress. But do I like fancy dresses? They are so pretty when they hang in my closet. I didn't buy any this year. I did really good. Um, 
That's kind of the idea that I want us to take into the new year, like embracing who we are and how we live versus trying to fit someone else's idea. And then changing the way we feel about it can just change how we exist in our homes. And then once we embrace who we are, we can figure out what the problems are in our houses that we are trying to solve. And then, then we can figure out what couch we need and the color of our walls and maybe the changes that we need to make in our lives to make it better. Just like really and truly being like, I am the type of person who makes a really big mess. That's okay. But maybe I need to build into my life these days that I energize myself by being the person who organizes my life. Because I also really, really enjoy a thorough clean and an organization and a tidy. So taking into the new year, planning these days, like into my schedule and making it a life that I want to show up to will change the way I feel about my days. And I think we can do that in any situation. You could apply this to your marriage and we can apply it to design. We can really break down how we feel about color and embrace how we are and who we are and how we live don't reverse that. doesn't make any sense. And then we can change how we feel about color and we can change how we feel about our homes. We could change how we feel about our couch or we could decide we need a new couch. I really need a couple new couches. Um, but we can't talk about like what couch we need, which is coming. If we are still thinking about how much we hate our houses or whether or not we want to be here. So we need to like embrace who we are, decide where we want to be, envision, envision the life. So like possibly over Christmas break, if, if designing a new house is something that you want, if designing a new room is something you want help with, then let's sit down and put together a Pinterest board. Pinterest is like a dream. Um, you can also use like cut and paste, but honestly, nowadays who has magazines in their house? So anyways, make a Pinterest board of the way that you want your home to look and then take note and see if it's like really the way that you live. Like if you're pinning all white walls and you have like five boys who have hockey bags, then we need to like start looking at like different ways that people live. So like start thinking about the problems you're trying to solve. And then we're going to start looking at pictures and options of things that could solve that problem potentially. That's literally what I do for my clients. I don't have all of the answers. I take their problems and I just apply them to the Pinterest board. And then we just shake down what's going to look best. So if you are getting ready for a project in the new year, that is some great homework we could work on in December when um, when we finally have some time after the presents are all unwrapped. Um, maybe next week I will give you a breakdown of the step-by-step -step actions that I take on that, if anybody's interested. Um, if you don't have a project coming up, but you're just trying to organize your life and get through the holidays, I would like you to make yourself a cup of tea. <laughs> And book yourself some time. Give yourself a day. Say no to something. That's what I'm going to work on. Um, I'm so glad 
that you take the time to listen to this podcast and that you come here. And I'm so grateful for everybody who's shown up for me and who takes the time to make me a priority in your life. It feels really special. So I just wanted to thank you. And if you do want to get a hold of me, you can always find me on Instagram. I literally read my messages and my DMs. It's there's a lot of strange men who follow me, but you can follow me at you can follow me at uh, Leanne Walters Design on Instagram, or you can email me at hello at leannewalters.com. If you have any design questions or design problems that you're trying to solve, I can address them on the show. So again, email those to hello at leannewalters.com send me pictures, um, give me a little insight into your room and I can break down the way that I would help solve that issue. And, uh, if you would like to support the show, you can rate it on anywhere that you follow. I would also follow the show so you don't miss an episode. This helps you cause you don't miss an episode and it helps me because you don't miss an episode. As my favorite friend says on her podcast, we can do hard things. And, um, oh, I hear some birdies. That's the alarm saying I need to wake my kid up. So I hope you have an amazing week. And, um, I hope that, um, this podcast brought you a little bit of joy and insight into your life. And I will talk to you again next week.